0: Now on Radio Italia Uno, it's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno, an hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build and increase your business right now on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.
1: Yes, thank you, thank you. Good morning, good afternoon and good night. Hello, hello, hello and good afternoon here in Adelaide. It's a pleasure to be with you. My name is Peter Salerno and every Monday I'm with you from 2 till 3 on Radio Italia Uno here, right here in Adelaide, the beautiful city and the number one best city, livable city in the world. I think anyway, we were voted, I think overall, number three in the whole wide world of the most livable cities. How lucky are we to be here? So if you're going to go on a holiday, come to Adelaide. But look, it's my pleasure to be here every week. And, of course, on our radio show, which is on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. And then, of course, every evening it goes, um, after that it goes on, thanks to Podcast City, it's podcasted around the world. And I am so lucky to say that this show is now in over 45 countries around the world and I've just been um, checking a list of all the countries and and people who have sent me emails or responded to some texts or some questions that I've responded to and I've always checked where they come from or, you know, say, oh, wh- where about are you or, you know, ask a question and I get all these great, great feedback. So thank you to everybody who keeps feeding information back to me and especially thank you to those who shared this program. And look, this program is not about me. It's about my guests. And like my listeners say, and the people have heard the program say, it's like getting reading a motivational book every week. It's like listening to somebody and thinking, wow, if they can do it, so can I. And so I've, I've had, just in this last week, I've had people from uh, Uganda. I've had people from Pakistan and Brazil and even Uruguay in the middle of South America But I've had several others, of course, but there was specific questions from these people and which I've answered, of course. And then uh, I'll send the emails back straight away or as soon as I can. And there was a a special guest that I had on several months back. And then um, we got quite a few uh, questions and people said, oh, yeah, well, how did he do it? You know, like, you know, it was easier then and, you know, than it is now. And really it isn't, you know, it's about being inventive. It's about being creative. And uh, I had Ed Sanders on six months ago already, I think it's been, you know, uh, since he he was on five, six months ago. And Ed ran the biggest alloyed wheel uh, company in Australia and he ran it here from Adelaide. He he made mag tyres, mag wheels, sorry, mag what tyres? Mag wheels. (laughs) Mag wheels for cars and also for motorbikes. And he got contracts from companies all over the place and in America. And he was making the, the, the rims were being made here in Adelaide. And so I invited Ed to come back and tell us about his plans of the future or his plans for the future. And this is what I'm talking about, especially this time of the year. At the end of the year, people start thinking about next year. They start thinking about their future. They start thinking about making a New Year's resolution And as soon as New Year's up, they say, I'm going to do this, this, this. And within a week or two of New Year's, (laughs) their resolution has gone out the door. So this is a perfect time of the year to plan for your future. So I'd like to welcome back Ed. Ed, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much for coming in today to help us with this podcast. My pleasure. Yep. Thank you. Ed, one of the questions that we had was, how long were you in the business or in business before you started your own business? How long were you working for before you realised that, look, I can do this and I can do it better?
2: Five years uh, over three companies.
1: So you worked for five uh, over the five years that you worked in the RIM business? Yep,
2: one year, one year and three years. Yeah,
1: so you worked for one company and left them and went to another company, worked for them and then went to another company for another three years? Yes. And then during that period of time, I mean, we were talking off air, and, and you said, to the fact, that you would suggest things and they say, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll do that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, this, isn't that a problem with a lot of businesses? They're so busy doing what they're doing that they haven't got time to look for new ideas? Yes.
2: Yeah. And, and they're sometimes uh, worried about taking a risk.
1: Yes. Or doing the same old, same old, though.
2: Well, you can go round and round in circles. Yes. But you don't get anywhere.
1: Yep. Well, look, I admire the fact that you have come back and and the fact is that you now are going to tell us, like, what was so different about you? Why were you so creative? What inspired you to be the plan, you know? Well,
2: I came out of the Army. Yep. And over the next five years, like, three companies. Yep. And I could see the potential Mm -hmm. because it was a different kettle of fish in those days, right. mag wheels were just coming out. Right. And all the young guys wanted alloy wheels. Yep. And I said, I can't go wrong.
1: <laughs> well, that's good. Well, You're not only creative, you, you saw an opportunity. Yes. So you you look for the opportunity, worked in other companies, suggested things that they could do, but they wouldn't do it. So you thought, I'm going to do it myself.
2: Yep. And within about three years' time, when I started doing it by by myself, Mm -hmm. one of the companies, the manager or the owner, rang me up and said, Ed, would you like to buy our company out? Oh, really? I said, I haven't got the money for it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'll just work, it, you know.
2: (laughs) And I just – but it was not – look, most people have a company and they end up – uh, a new car, everything. Yeah. It's got to be well an old bomb.
1: Yeah. Let me just go back a bit. I want to go back a bit because the question I had from one of my listeners or a couple of them asked a similar question, but it, it, it so I'll, I'll ask the question is when you first started, you said you worked for one company, then you worked for another one, then you worked for another one for a while. Yes. And each time you were suggesting things that they didn't take up, you said to yourself, well, I can do this better and I want to do this. How much money did you have at that time? Because uh, this is a question that I've been asked in so many different ways. Oh, how much did it cost to set up your own business? So what did you actually do?
2: I had $5,000. Yep. Which uh, I went to a toolmaker and he put, gave me uh,
1: – he. They made up the tools for you. Two tools. Right.
2: And then I went to, to a machine shop. Yep. And I asked them, can you machine these wheels? Right. And uh, I said, but I can't pay you on 30-day terms of – Yeah. It'll have to be on 60 days. Right. And they agreed. Yep. Well, once I got got this first lot done, Mm -hmm. uh, I had a few customers because I already knew uh, customers from all these other companies. Mm Mm-hmm. They were paying me cash. So I just got the people that were doing the work for me, Mm -hmm. got the money to them very quickly. Yes. And they trusted me more and more. Yes. And within a year and a half, I bought a machine, one of about five machines, basically, one at a time.
1: So it actually took you a year and a half before you actually owned your own machinery. <laughs>
2: yes. I had so people. you
1: actually had other people produce stuff for you? Correct. That's that's quite clever, you know, and it's creative. So what, what I'm trying to say is a lot of people have asked me, oh, look, I can't afford to start my own business, so I can't get a loan or whatever. So you really you started your own business not by having the machinery and the plant and all that equipment yourself – But by asking other people to make it for you, correct. Excellent, excellent. So see that anybody can do that. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. So it's not that hard to do to start a business like this if you if you plan your future. You'd be surprised what can happen.
2: And you've got to uh, be perseverance. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: That's the key. Thing. Yeah. So the other thing, Ed, you said that you, you got the people to extend you some credit. So instead of a 30-day period, you, you said, can you make it thir-, You 60? know, 60 days? Like today, everybody's 90 days anyway. Yep. You know, so <laughs> it's not so hard. But the other thing was, which was interesting, you, you said you found some clients. You had some clients that were ready to buy the, your wheels Correct. on your trims.
2: Because uh, the wheels that I made yeah. was different to anybody else's. Right. And they said, aha.
1: Yep. Now, you, um, in our previous uh, speaking, you, when we were speaking before, you said that you actually designed most of those wheels yourself? Yes. Yeah, so you sort of looked at the tyres, you looked at the wheels, and you thought, right, I'm going to make some rims, and they're going to be like this, and you designed them a little bit different. Correct. Excellent, excellent. So when you started your business, what was your ideal plan? To
2: Produce a thousand wheels a month.
1: So you had that right from the beginning.
2: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, it was a, it w- within about twelve months. Yes. But I said a thousand wheels a month. That'll be great. I'll be able to do different things with it. Mm-hmm. That's quite but, a lot of tyre wheels. But the thousand wheels turned into two
1: thousand. Yes.
2: Three thousand. And end up twenty thousand a month.
1: Wow. That's pretty good. Now, how many years were you in that business? On my own? Yeah. uh, 42. 42 years. Yes. So basically you started your business with very little money of your, you know. Correct. Little money of your own. You had no machinery, no equipment, no plant, no no warehouse, no nothing. Correct. And then you just asked other people to manufacture the, the rims for you. Yes and then you had a stack of rooms that you sold on sold and, and built it from there. Correct. And it took you a year and a half before you had your first machinery. <laughs> it seems It seems ridiculous, you see. Now, people say, oh, you know, who would have done that or who could do that? But that can still be done today, can't it? It can be. There's it, no it, reason why somebody in any one of the countries that are listening yeah. to us.
2: And it depends on the product. Yes. Look, there's a... Hundred, oh, A thousand and one uh, coffee shops. Yes. Well, that's the last thing I'd go into.
1: Yeah. But see, then there's another another thousand people waiting to go into them.
2: <laughs> that's you, true. You see what I'm
1: saying? So although you say I wouldn't go into a coffee shop, it doesn't mean that that coffee shop's not a good idea. Yes. You know, it's just that you've got to have that coffee shop mentality <laughs> or you've got to be a barista that works in a coffee shop and says, oh, I'm going to start my own. You know, so the fact is that you... Um, worked in a, a rim sh- factory, yes. you saw an opportunity to improve them or change them, and you spoke to your bosses about it. They didn't want to know, and then you thought, damn, I'm going to do this myself. <laughs> and and so I, you've got to admire that because the fact is you were able to start from with nothing, literally nothing, you know, because $5,000, that was your savings, you know, and, and you bought some material or you got people to manufacture it for you. And then you, you went on and bought your, your own machinery, but that took you a year and a half to do that.
2: And by the end, uh, I had uh, 12 NC machines at uh, a quarter of a million dollars
1: each. Wow. That's pretty good. Listen, we've got to take a break, but I want to come back and, and talk about the, the machines you bought because I remember last time as well when we, when we had you, you talked about how you bought machines and the people from Japan and other countries that you bought machines from. Um, And so we'll come back and talk about that. Okay.
0: When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family – spacious COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them, 8232 3006 to book or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine our stores are our second home and just like home we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit thankfully our customers have always acted like mighty south aussies when shopping with us which by the way supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves great families great locals and great food lives here Foodland, the mighty-
2: Join me, Ron Fiedler and Karen Fiedler, each Saturday morning from 9 to 10am for Talking Real Estate. Your guide to real estate in Adelaide and South Australia. We'll bring you the latest local real estate news, interviews, tips and advice from property experts. Plus, report on the Italian property market. And let
1: you know about the week's open homes and upcoming auctions.
2: And don't forget, I'll be bringing you my open home of the week
1: on Radio Italia Uno, eighty-seven point six FM, talking real estate every Saturday morning from nine till ten a.m. Be in the know with Adelaide's local real estate show.
0: Radio Italia 1. Sito internet www.italiauno.com.au. Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram.
2: Radio Italia Uno.
1: You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening every week here on Radio Italia Uno and uh, Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. It's my pleasure to bring this program to you. And, of course, we are lucky enough to be podcasted around the world. Thank you to Podcast City And uh, you can look up and hear this program again anytime you like by going to your favorite podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, and just look up Happy Business Radio. And of course, I want to just say thank you to all our sponsors to sponsor the program or sponsor our station. And of course, like I keep saying, if you have a product or service that you would like to let people know about Come and see us. Talk to Mark or any of the people at Radio Italia Uno. We'd love to do your advertising for you and, of course, promote your product and services. And, of course, everybody listening, please support the people that support us and go and see them, Uh, go to their stores, go to their businesses and use their services. Radio Italia Uno often... uh, tries to bring out artists and performers from uh, around the world and we've got uh, the voice of Italy we've got a young man here called Riccardo Antonelli and he will be live from Italy here in November the 18th and so he'll be at the Woodville Town hall on Friday the 18th of November so it's not long to go it's only uh, a few more weeks away and um, he'll be here next Friday, not this Friday, it's literally the following Friday. So if you want tickets, the tickets are only $60, sorry, $59, under $60. They're $59 to listen to uh, Ricardo Antonelli, and, of course, he's ably supported by uh, two or three local acts, which are local acts here from Adelaide, and, of course, uh, the host is uh, Marta who's a fantastic host and, and most of the people from Radio Italia Uno knows Marta. She's wonderful and she will be the compare for the evening. And you can also book direct through our Radio Italia Uno or Try Booking. It's called trybooking.com. Okay, so thank you and love to see you there. Now, Ed Sanders is my guest this week and Ed had has been on about four or five months ago. And uh, we've had so many uh, requests and people ask questions. And I thought, look, I'll bring him back and, and I'll ask him these different questions. And the funny thing about it is, I, I've got the same question, worded slightly different. So, Ed, thank you again for coming in. One of the questions, like I said, we, we talked about the first bit was what made you get started, you know? And you said that you. You saw an opportunity. You were talking to your bosses at the time. They weren't interested in doing it, so you decided, I can do this better myself, (laughs) and you did. The thing that interests me and and my guests here saying how how much it was for, for you to start or how hard was it for you to start, and you said, well, you didn't have any money. You didn't have any property or anything, so what you did, you used your imagination and creativity. You asked other people to produce it for you. Which was which? What did? And then um, the question was: Oh, oh, you know, how hard was it to set up a business? And what you did is you rented a property for the first twelve months or so. Is that correct? Correct. And then, then you saw an opportunity, and you bought a block of land, and you you built a factory on there, right?
2: That's right. Yeah.
1: And then, as you grew, or as the business grew, you expanded the building on that land.
2: No. Nearby was another prop property. Yep. Uh, I bought. I bought the blo- block of land. Yeah. And uh, unbeknown to anybody, I started to build a factory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when when my fa- family found out, <laughs> yeah, they had <laughs> kittens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the funny thing about it is, I mean, you did all this. Because you had a plan to build, yes, and you had a plan that you wanted to make at least a thousand rims a month, and, th- and you you just that was your plan, and you just kept going until you you knew you what you wanted. Correct. So th- this is what we talk about all the time: with you know how important it is to plan, how important it is to work the plan, you know, and plan to work, you know.
2: Well, normally people just you know try to make. A go of it, yeah. But they, d- but they're not putting in the time. Yes. Now, until the day I finished, for after forty-two years.
1: So
2: no <laughs> I was working twelve hours a day, yeah, six days a week. My job became my hobby.
1: Yeah, your hobby. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's just it. I mean, you know, if you love what you do, yes, you'll you'll keep doing it. It's not it's not like work, is it?
2: My son uh, uh, was working for me as well. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes he used to curse it. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, see, everybody has different attitudes, and of course, the the point is that you you worked it. The fact is, you built the business, and then you built a factory, like I said, a hundred meters up the street, and and you built a whole big factory there, and you, that's where you stayed. Most of the rest of the, the years wasn't for, it
2: for, for the next uh, twenty nine years.
1: Yep. So you you stayed on that same block, yes, on the same area, but you you built a pretty big business yeah, from was. from that it place. Was. Now tell me about the machinery that you bought because you um were saying how you it was hard to get the machinery, but you bought some machinery to to do this.
2: Well, uh, having had the ability to look around. What the other people were using, mm-hmm. I went a different way. Yes. And I got hold of a particular machine uh, from uh, Japan mm-hmm. called Akuma. Mm-hmm. That was the brand. Right. And I stuck with the one brand. Right. The other companies were like some of this, some of that, some of everything else. Yes. And I never had any problem. And uh, it was the best machinery that was available. <laughs> available. Yeah.
1: Okay. So basically, you 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 shopped around. You found the best, and you thought this is what I'm going to use. And you kept all the way through. You kept the same machinery. Correct. How often did you have to upgrade?
2: The machinery was almost indestructible.
1: Really. That was that good. Yeah. And it still is. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. So. Well, that, you know, that that's that's a, a saying that, like, sometimes you, you buy the best and you keep it, you know. You don't have to keep updating it because it doesn't need to be updated if it's doing what you want it to do.
2: Well, you know, you had to make sure that it, it was correct. Yeah. And uh, from then on, it became plain sailing. Yeah. I was lucky.
1: Well, see, I, I did my apprenticeship as a toolmaker when I first left school, and I know that we had machines that literally Noah had on the ark, we talk about, or Noah used to build the ark, but those machines, we maintained them very well. You know, we kept them greased, we kept them oiled, we kept them running smoothly, and, you know, they when the cars changed, we just changed the die inside, you know, but the press itself was the same old press that been pressing since the factory was first built. So it's quite interesting.
2: And not everybody pays attention to the machinery.
1: Yes. Well, this is is the thing about keep on keeping on, keep on growing, but also looking after what you have, you know, is part of the deal that you have to look after the machinery and you change the parts. You don't change the machinery. Correct. Oh, good. Now, look, the other thing I remember you saying how you build a rapport with the company that you bought the machines from. So that the they gave you special deals.
2: They did. And when they came out here to Australia, one of their or their number one boss yeah uh, they were employing in it uh, in uh, Japan, I think about uh, 80,000 employees. Wow.
1: It's a big company yeah <laughs> way back then as well.
2: Yeah and they came around to see me. And I, I, nobody told me that they were coming. The agent yeah. didn't even say. He, he just asked me, are you going to be here on this and this date? I said, yes. Oh, I've got somebody to. to...
1: Wants to see you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so they didn't tell you who was coming no. or what? No. Oh, okay.
2: And, uh, you know, I mean, these guys were forever. Yeah. But they were forever thankful. Yeah. That I stayed with the their one. Company. Yeah. Yep. The other wheel companies yeah. from one machine to another they'd have some one of the companies had three or four different types of machines
1: Yeah We'll come back and talk about that alright? We've got to take a break because our, our ten minutes are up already
0: Yo! Ciao!
1: Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years Granite Marble, Caesarstone,
0: Unique Stone Granito, Marmo, Caesarstone, Unique Stone Thinking stone benchtops to your kitchen, bathroom or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent Holden Hill Call us now, eight two
1: double six 2280 Unique Stone, we won't be beaten
0: Come on, que se facin? Yo, chiama adesso? Our independence is everything Brazier Mobility has been creating independence for people for over 30 years. Brazier Mobility specialises in tailored vehicle solutions to keep you active. Ensuring your vehicle modification suits your needs, offering you unlimited freedom. Brazier Mobility boasts a team of highly skilled technicians working in a state-of-the-art facility located here in South Australia. No compromises are made when it comes to client satisfaction. Call them for a friendly chat on 1800 BRAZIER or visit their website braziermobility.com.au BRAZIER Mobility, creating independence. Hi, I'm Jamie Limura. I'm Lee Harrison. Join us every second Sunday night from 7pm on Negative Canberra, the official motorsport show of Scuderia Ferrari Club Adelaide. Whether it's karting, supercars, MotoGP, Formula One, we talk all the latest news and results in the motorsport world. Negative Canberra, every second Sunday from 7pm on Radio Italia 1, 87.6 FM.
1: You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And every Monday from 2 till 3 right here on Radio Italia Uno here in Adelaide and 87.6 FM. And, of course, around the world, lucky to say in over 45 countries now, thanks to Podcast City, it's podcasted and you can hear this uh, show Anytime you like, after Monday evening, it goes live to podcast and people can hear it and replay it because uh, with the radio show, once it goes to air, it's hard to replay it again. You, <laughs> It's gone. Or you've got to go back and get it off the computer. Here you can go and uh, listen to the podcast over and over and over again. Now, Ed Sanders was my guest a couple of weeks, oh, sorry, a few months back now, and we've had quite a few people send me uh, questions that would like to know more about how he started, why he he was so successful. And uh, one person right here in Adelaide, of all places, said, oh, well, we had the biggest company here in Adelaide. I didn't know that. And then he <laughs> asked me a couple of other questions. And one of them was like, the fact is, how did you seriously, like you're in Adelaide and you became... There was already five or six other competitors here in Adelaide, let alone the other competitors in the other states. But you became the biggest manufacturer in Australia and obviously you were selling rims to companies all over the place, all over the world. And uh, you did the motorbikes for Harley Davidson as well.
2: Under contract.
1: Under yeah, well, yep. obviously under contract. But you yep. did you did the the contract for Harley Davidsons. Correct. So you know a, a little, you know, not, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago, this was a Adelaide was the backwaters of everywhere. Oh yes. Or well, everybody thought we were, but we were the quiet achievers because, you know, we we had you and you had the biggest manufacturing company in Australia, right here in Adelaide. So, you know, like that's something to be proud of for, for Adelaide, but also the fact that you achieved it. You know, you should be proud of that.
2: And it, it never entered my mind. Yeah, well, I just did. <laughs> See,
1: this is what we're talking about. When you make when you when you plan for your future and you, you keep looking to grow, you know, that's what you're doing. And of course, you you stick to the plan and you, you'll achieve whatever you planned and and some people don't even plan so they that's like planning to fail you know but we, just before the break we 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 spoke about how when the people from kuma came out to australia from the the japanese uh, managing director of the company the big boss of the company came out here and you had meetings with them and you didn't even know that they were coming that's true yeah so What did they say to you at the time? What was the thing that they were so impressed with you?
2: You don't pay much attention. I had a job to do. I did it to the best of my ability. Yes. And when they came along and they saw Akuma, 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 Akuma and nothing else, Mm -hmm. uh, when other companies had several different type of brands, uh, they, uh, look, uh, wanted to do whatever they could to help for, you for me that I trusted their
1: product oh, oh wow so they basically they respected you even more because you showed respect for them correct and the fact that you had all their machinery correct <laughs> and and the the fact that you you had a workshop full of all their machinery and no other machines that's right that they, they would have put them like they would have been humbled by that as well I think because uh, when you go to another machine and you see three or four different machines, you think, oh, yeah, he's only half our friend, you know. <laughs> no, they, they
2: asked me how come I had only their machines. Yes. And I said one of the other companies had a uh, engineer. Yep. And I did him a couple of favours at times. And when he saw that I was wanting to buy some new machines, he came to me and said, Ed, don't do that, that or that. Do this one. Yeah. And he said, you'll never regret it. Yep. And if it wasn't for that uh, person, maybe I would have had a few different uh, brains.
1: Oh, good. So basically, you know, it comes back to picking the right consultant, doesn't it? Yes. So this is, you know, I talk about this all the time, about how we need to plan our future. We need to uh, keep going on the plan, you know, and this is what you've done. And you have done this in the past and that's why you you became the number one manufacturer in Australia, you know, and the fact is that you, had, um, you found the best machines or you found a good machine and you used it and you kept on uh, staying with that same company and, like, you keep on keeping on sort of thing, you know. So this is the sort of advice I try and tell people when I look at their business, when I when I talk to my business consultant friends, you know, they always say the same thing. They say so many people make a plan and then don't follow it,
2: <laughs> yeah, because they make a few bob, yeah, and they want to spend it quickly, yeah. Well, I keep spending it on machinery,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, see, if you re- reinvest in the business instead of just reinvesting on new cars every couple of years, <laughs> but see, the thing is. Like you said as well, um, obviously we were talking off air while the commercials were playing, but you said that you, you had an old bomb for a long time. It means you had an old car for a long time. Yes. But now you've got the best of the best, <laughs> you know. So that's that's just it. So you, you've stuck to your plan, you, you kept on going, and you've achieved what you wanted to achieve. What advice would you give somebody who's looking at starting a business?
2: They've got to put how would I phrase it, they have to keep working even though the number of hours in a day, it doesn't matter.
1: You don't count the hours, you just count yeah. the work. You, you'll,
2: <laughs> le- you'll end up getting divorced. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the the fact is that, um, you know, if you've got a plan, you've got to work the plan. Yes. So the plan, in that plan, you plan all those other things. You plan time for the family. You plan your holidays. You plan your vacations. You plan to work hard. You plan your 12-hour days or your 16-hour days, you know, (laughs) and if you do that, then that's part of the plan. You know, it's funny. I watched a movie that I really highly recommend because of the actual, uh, the whole film is about planning the, it's about the uh, Serena and Venus Williams and it's about her father or their father sorry their father and the film is called King Richard King Richard it's about the Serena and Williams and Venus Williams story how they became number 1 tennis players but their father from the even before they were born he said we got to have two more children because we're going to have tennis champions, and <laughs> you know that's what he said to his wife. He he had one was going to be a doctor, one was going to be a lawyer, one was going to be something else, and 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 uh, you know, and the, then he wanted two more to be tennis players. You know. Well, he got it. <laughs> yeah, and not only yeah, he he got the plan, he he kept the plan, and when when things were going a bit high wise and he he kept on looking for the coach that he wanted for his daughters. You know, when they were still teenagers, when they were still very, very young, and and then eventually he got the coach he wanted, at, at no money, right? And he signed a contract that he was going to get a fifteen percent of all her future earnings, and uh, they just kept on going. and And he did he did not let them play juniors like everybody else did. He said, no, when they're ready, they're going to turn pro. And, you know, and he said, oh, it's unheard of. Nobody just, you know, comes in and turns pro. He said, they will. <laughs> and they did. You know, so that's about planning and sticking to the plan. When everybody was against him, he still stuck to the plan.
2: And it is very hard.
1: Well, that that's the hardest thing for yeah. most people. They they keep wanting to change the plan. Now, it's not to say that you don't change your plan if things change. You know, as circumstances change, then you change. Now, the trouble that the world has just gone through COVID and some of the people didn't change their plans quick enough and hit a wall and have gone out of business because they didn't adjust their plans quickly enough to um, address the COVID impact that would have on on their world and also on their own businesses. So the ones that change quickly were the ones that survived. But that's part of the plan. You've got to have that shock absorber in it, you know, to be able to take that bumps, you know. If something changes, you've got to change with it.
2: But a lot of people put themselves into too much debt. Yes. Or not debt from a factory, debt from... um Having good t- a good time.
1: What we talk about, bad debts and good debts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, we're going to have to take another break and we'll come back and talk about that and then we have to wind up the program. Okay. It's been so fast. <laughs>
0: At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with a Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance Underwriting Agency Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance underwritten by QBE Insurance Australia Limited.
1: Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions. You're experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you'll receive a free 250-gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals.
2: Hi, I'm David Heath. Join me each Saturday afternoon from 2pm until 5pm for Saturday Sports Scoreboard. If you would like me to host the show live from your sporting event, simply email your request to info at italiauno.com.au. Plus, we'll be announcing a special sporting competition with great prizes to be won That's Saturday Sports Scoreboard from 2 p.m. every Saturday afternoon on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM.
0: Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia Uno sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce.
1: Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Salono on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, I'm here every Monday from 2 till 3 on Radio Italia Uno. My program is called Happy Business Radio, and thanks to Podcast City, it's podcasted straight after the show here And Monday evenings. You can hear it uh, on the podcast, whatever podcast you like, and it's going now to over 45 countries around the world. And we've got people uh, listening to this program whenever they want to, because they can hear it on the podcast. So you just go to wherever you get your podcast from and you can hear it. Dial up Happy Business Radio or Google it and you'll find Happy Business Radio uh, with Peter Saluno and all my special guests. And and today we're almost at the end of the show, but I've had the pleasure of uh, having Ed Sanders back on the program. And Ed ran the biggest manufacturing company in Australia that manufactured mag wheels and he made the mag rims, the rims for uh, cars and, you know, any vehicle really that wanted them, he could make them. And especially for motorbikes, he made a lot under contract for Harley Davidson motorbikes. So the the big Harley Davidsons you see and some of the other motorbikes that you see with the mag wheels, don't be surprised, they're made right here in Adelaide from uh, Ed Sanders' uh, factory, and he became the biggest manufacturer of mag wheels in Australia, right here in South Australia. Now, Ed was just telling me while we were listening to the commercials, he was saying how at parties and at functions, people would come up to him and ask him questions. So, Ed, just repeat, what were the questions that people asked you?
2: How did you start your business? Yeah. How can I start a business like you? Yeah. Well, my first thing I would say to them is, um, how many hours a day do you work now? Oh, eight hours a day. Well, if you're willing to to spend 16 hours a day for the next couple of years, you'll make it.
1: Yep. (laughs) And most of them say, what? Correct. Yeah. Yeah." That's just it. I mean, if you run your own business and you want to run your own business, to start especially, you have to be prepared to work work the 12, 16 hours a day. Mm. Unfortunately, there's no other way to be very, very successful because you can't be successful just working eight hours a day. You know, nine till five doesn't make it. If you work from nine till nine, then you might make it. Or from six till six or you know, six till nine, then you'll certainly make it. But the one thing that I've found, I mention it literally every week, you need a mentor and you need a good business coach or you need to talk to a good business coach because so many people start a business and say, oh, if that idiot can run the business, well, I'm going to run a business and then you become the idiot running the business, (laughs) you know.
2: It is hard. Yep. And only people that are prepared to put in the time Yep, and take the good with the bad? Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I find that, like you said, you know, if they're prepared to put in the time, a lot of people aren't prepared to put in the time. They, They want to put in the nine to five time and then even then they complain. They want to put the eight hours a week. Oh, eight hours a day, sorry. Uh, and then even when they're doing that eight hours a day, they're complaining that they're at work or they're complaining that they haven't got time to socialise or they haven't got time to do something else that they'd rather be doing. But if you work hard and you start your own business, it's it's you have to do it because you like doing it. So if you're going to pick a business, make sure you pick one that you like.
2: One of the things that I did for my employees, mm-hmm. because uh, for a while... The younger ones uh, would have uh, sickies on f- on Fridays or on Mondays. Yeah. And I got tired of it. So I gave them a four-day week, nine and a half hours a day, mm-hmm. four days a week, and uh, they had three days off every week. Yep. <laughs> Nobody... Uh,
1: uh, complained about complained,
2: it. Complained, and... Uh, they were all at work.
1: Yep. And there's no reason for them not yep. to be at work, was there? That's it? right,
2: that, because they got three days off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they, they could take either the Monday off or they could take the Friday off.
2: Well, I did have it in two sections. Yeah. Uh, some on Monday, yep. some on Friday.
1: Yes. So that there was there was always somebody there. But the fact is that they, you had the opportunity. So if they said, I have to see a doctor or I have to see a lawyer or I have to go to the bank That's or whatever, right. they picked their day off to go. Yep. Yep. But so I'll, you would have had a lot less sick pays, wouldn't you? Sick days,
2: very little. Yeah. The, the, there were people working for me for about almost forty years.
1: Yeah.
2: I had to uh, get them to every couple of years take a holiday. Yeah. You've got that much uh, long service leave long or long holiday. Service leave. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. And holiday pay yeah. accumulated. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's interesting because when people are doing what they like to do and they're looked after, you know, by their bosses or whoever they're working for, they tend to want to come to work. They tend to want to give freely of their time. You know, they're not so grumpy, they're not so upset, they're not so sick, (laughs) so it's easier for everybody to work together, isn't it?
2: Yes, there is always the odd person Oh, there's always or the odd or yeah. two or three that'll uh, be getting, uh, stealing your product.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. There's always somebody there that's going to upset the cart. Yeah. But look, thank you, Ed. Thank you so much for coming in. I know that you're a busy man. I know you've got so many other things you'd rather be doing, but I know you enjoyed yourself here. You seem to be laughing a lot. So <laughs> anyway, thank you. <laughs> Ed, of course, if anybody has any questions, you know, just send me a question, send me an email, let me know, and I'll get um, Ed, you know, get him to answer them for you and send them back to you. And, of course, if you'd like um, what we're doing, please share it because there are so many people out there looking to do something different with their lives. And, of course, if you have a plan, you can plan your future. You keep looking to grow your business. You know, you stick to the plan. And, of course, you you pick your mentors. You know, you pick your mentors. And if you pick your mentors and you pick a good coach, you know, you can change coaches. There's no, You don't have to stay with the same coach the whole time. You don't have to stay with the same mentor all the time. But please keep growing. And good luck and I'll talk to you soon in the next show. Bye.
0: You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.